0: <laughs> <laughs> I know. So well, I see why you go by Budo Boxer. So,
1: much I simpler, it. much shorter. There exactly.
0: I, well, I think you might run out of characters too. Yep. Oh my God. It's like, uh, it's quite. Yeah, it is quite a mouthful. But first off, Eger, thank you for joining me today. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Thank you for having me. No problem, man. Ah, uh, actually, so let's get started with the. So what is what made you come up with the handle Budo Boxer? Like where does that come from?
1: Budo actually. The more I kind of went into it, and you start looking into like philosophy and martial arts, you find out that Budo is kind of the way. So, so boxing was what started me off on this path, this way of martial arts. So I always figured that you know. Taking a martial arts approach to boxing. It's the one thing that put me on this path, and it's the one thing that's kept me on it, it kept me going to other martial arts. So I okay. figured Budo boxer was the best way to kind of approach life. So nice. Here and we are.
0: That's a good connection. And speaking of connection, it's a good connection starting with your story. There we go. So how did you um so how did you discover boxing or at what age? Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of an
1: interesting story. So I, I never did a lot of athletics. I was kind of that, that nerdy kid who stayed home, played a lot of video games. Okay. Um, loved it, fell in love with just kind of the whole idea of being able to like challenge yourself in through video games you know and kind of being anti-social not really being involved in a lot of sports i figured it was something i would be able to spend my time with but eventually i hit a wall where i just kind of started getting really really bored i wanted to try other things okay so uh actually one night i had my aunt stop by her house she was like hey hey your uncle's boxing tonight i was like
0: <laughs> i know what boxing is but yeah. i
1: never even cared to watch it on tv so yeah. i was like I'm bored as shit playing video games. Let me go check this out. Okay. So I actually walked into the place where I stayed for the next 14 years. It was actually oh. the the gym I ended up being involved with. Oh um, damn! Yeah, okay. they were having a fight night. Okay. I went in there and it was just this crazy, crazy show. This was uh, you know, you could say the dark ages of MMA. So yeah. they even had MMA on this show. They had yeah. they had pancreation going on. They had kickboxing, boxing. It was like a really, really multidisciplinary show. Yeah. It was really, really fun. Um, As I was watching it, you know, the hype, everyone, music going, it was Mm -hmm. really, really amazing. And then all of a sudden, I see my uncle come out, and he's about to go head to head with somebody. I'm like, oh shit, there's (laughs) uncle. goes yeah. out there, and unfortunately, the hype and buildup—it takes about 90 seconds. Yeah. He's involved with actually one of the, the students of the gym. Okay. This guy ends up hitting him across the eye with a, with a right, Ooh. cuts his eye open, and the fight gets stopped. So, okay. unfortunately, it wasn't like really a knockout, but a TKO, doctor stoppage. So mm-hmm. that was like all that hype, all that involvement. I was like, shit, like, mm-hmm. all right, cool. And uh, based off of that, I was like, well, now I feel like I got to avenge him, and I'm kind of <laughs> bored. And I, I was like, well, let me see if I can get involved. You know, if I can get involved, maybe he'll be, loan me some of his gear for a little bit <laughs> so like a week goes by i hit my uncle up and i'm like hey you know i think i want to try boxing and he goes why would you want to try something like this like he goes one you're, you're a fat chubby kid this sits at home and plays video games all day this is not the life for you yeah. and i was like come on man let me just give it a shot he goes hey if you're serious and you get, come over here and pick up this gear i'll loan you some They're like fine okay. but he, he kept mentioning how dangerous it was mm-hmm. how i won't take it seriously and he said i'll probably get his gear back within like a week or two but i was like all right i'll give it a shot okay so I end up having my, convincing my dad and parents. I was like, "Hey, just, just drive me over there. I promise I'll actually do this. I'll take it seriously." He goes, "Okay." So I end up getting this gear. I end up going back to that same gym where I see my <laughs> uncle get knocked out, basically. Yeah. And I'm like, um, "Let me let me try let me try it." So um, there was a guy there that was actually his coach.
0: Okay. Uh, was your a, uncle's
1: coach. Yeah, yeah. So the gym was kind of interesting. They had like their own home gym team and then they had this gym where the floor space was rented out by another coach. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so he was okay. coaching his own fighters there and he was like very Russian orthodox style of boxing. So okay. very, very traditional in there like Olympic style. Yeah. So it's a little bit different from the western style of boxing you could yeah. say. So I start with this guy and this guy is just like a no nonsense type guy. Never question what he says, <laughs> never talk back, you know just yeah. like sir yes sir, no sir and that's it. Handle your business. So I start okay. off with this dude. Okay. That's actually ended up in, into boxing.
0: Okay, nice. And then, like, about how old are you? I'm actually like 13, 14 13. at the time. Yeah, so quite yeah. quite a change from video games. Oh to yeah. Now you have an Eastern Block coach teaching oh, yeah. you in boxing. Yeah. Okay.
1: So I actually almost faded during the warm-ups. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how that's how out of shape I was. That's how uncoordinated I was. Yeah. And I was like, I gotta, I gotta got to make a name for myself with these guys. I got to get their <laughs> respect. So I'm going like balls to the wall 100% during warm-ups. not realizing there's probably another hour left of training yeah. and I almost faint. I literally had to like take a step out before I passed out. Oh wow.
0: Okay. But th- I think that's just a classic beginner mistake cuz you're not you're not even aware of like how far you need to go okay. like, oh well I'll just go as hard as I can now
1: I can still yeah. remember like the first time I'm sweating and how it's like itching and I'm like I have never sweat this hard And it was itching and I was just like yeah. this is so uncomfortable why do people do this yeah. and I was like you know what just keep pushing through we'll see what happens all right I didn't faint so let me get back in there let's okay. finish this and it was very eye-opening <laughs> at that point
0: okay yeah so rough a little rough first day but I guess so what about it or uh, what about it Kept you interested.
1: Well, you said rough first day. It was yeah. a rough like year, rough year and yeah. a half. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <I> say- <laughs> oh, man. It was it was just hey, keep showing I, up. I
0: say that just for people
1: out there that don't know. Oh, yeah. they're going to yeah. learn today. <laughs> so I just kept showing up because nothing else was kind of giving me a sense of uh, stimulation mentally. And then uh, the idea of like now I'm physically pushing myself too. I mean, I did almost faint that first workout, but by the end of it, I was like, okay, I feel good for some reason. You know, it's that the endorphin rush, whatever you can call it at the time. Yeah. But I'm like, I feel good at peace somehow and um, I had a lot of trouble growing up at home with like my my family and like my dad was a really heavy drinker so um, I had a lot of anger so that's kind of how I used to just bottle things up and vent through video games now I actually had another outlet you know and even though like video games weren't giving me that and boxing was extremely difficult the moment i'd get home i'd always feel somewhat peaceful so it was like all right i gotta stick with it there's something here for me and uh, i don't know if you, it's like you choose the thug life or the thug life shows you but <laughs> boxing somehow yeah. i feel kind of chose me because i was always uh, i always had balled up a lot of stuff but i finally found an outlet so yeah
0: yeah i oh, know i definitely think it's one of those things that whatever your creative outlet is it's a matter of it's a matter of just you finding it and you realize oh hey this is this is it
1: I like to believe yeah. in something a little bit beyond that and maybe yeah. it finds you you know yeah. like I yeah. said so it was, I feel yeah. like it found me at the right time in my life and I I'm always kind of questioned where I would have ended up if I had not stayed on this path mm-hmm. and kind of just shit I'm still here today I mean yeah. that tells you something because true I know there was really nothing else that provided me that
0: okay so you started so you started out boxing and then like as you said rough first year but you kept sticking with it oh yeah okay what I guess and you said it led you to discover, like, other martial arts? Like, Absolutely. How so? so how so? Yeah.
1: Well, you know, you start getting to a point where you're like, okay, man, I feel comfortable standing with anybody. You know, I can take a hit at least. If I, if I can't dish one out, I know I can take one at this point. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, okay, I'm pretty comfortable. Then you start getting a little paranoid. They're like, well, what if this guy takes me down? <laughs>
0: yeah. Or if he
1: kicks me in the freaking leg and I can't, yeah. you know, walk anymore, you know? Yes. So you start kind of saying, okay, you know, part insecurity is what got you here anyway. So you're like, okay, you know, I was a little been nervous and not being able to hold my own but now i gotta worry about all these other areas and like i said this is kind of the dark ages of mma i feel so people
0: it's start, funny like 15 years is, yeah, yeah it's well, crazy especially right? how it is like now i feel like yeah it's it's weird it's like we went from actually there's really no other way like there's really no other sport parallel no like, like this is not like football. Well, I guess football was outlawed, but like back in like the eighteen hundred, like maybe no
1: like holds 1900s. barred. Remember yeah. they called it that? Yeah, yeah. And it, it really
0: wasn't that long ago. Like we're not really that far removed from. We're like a generation, if that, removed from it.
1: It's true. Yeah. It's true. As a sport, as a mainstream kind of growth aspect, watching it, like going to ESPN now, you never really realized how far we've come. No, exactly. You
0: know? No, like yeah. Just saying that, like if you, like if you had told us when we were teenagers that, oh hey, everybody's gonna be on or. UFC is going to be on ESPN, I'd be like, yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah.
1: Or, or, you know, like yeah. we had Spike at the time, yes. and it was kind of yeah. like, it was on all these off-brand channels, I'd <laughs> feel. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, it was just fun watching that and then saying, you know, like, okay, I can strike now. I can, I know I can do the hands like these guys do, yeah. but then it's like, okay, I got to wrestle. I got to, you know, be able to defend, you know, check kicks and whatnot. Okay. So I just got a little curious, and, you know, we offered no geese, so I was like, let me give it a shot. And okay. uh, I have realized I was, I picked up pretty well, pretty natural to it. And I was like, well, this is a nice, fun, another, like, chest avenue. It, it felt like I was playing chess, you know, physical chess when yeah. I started doing jiu-jitsu. And I, I have changed a lot of my philosophy when it came to, like, rolling through the years. <laughs> you know, first you're like, right, I just got to go, go 100% and be yeah. as slippery as possible. But now it's like, you know, you take taking more of that analytical approach to everything. And you're like, okay, really, really try to break things down and see why they work and how oh, yeah. to get out of moves, you know?
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, I yeah, the the way I roll now as opposed to like how I roll at the beginning is like it's so different, and I think it's well, it's also just keeping your body intact. It's oh, like, absolutely! Yeah, it's like you can't just redline. It's just not. It's just oh, yeah. not practical to redline your body every, every day like
1: that. You got me an armbar. Pop <laughs> that shit. Now you're just like, oh, he's getting me an armbar tap. Arm <laughs> tap. tap.
0: I like you know I like using both of my arms. Yeah,
1: I'm gonna need that arm a little bit later.
0: Yeah, but okay, so you started with the with the no gi grappling, and then uh, enjoying that what um so are you still boxing with the same coach yeah,
1: okay yeah yeah I'm still at the same gym I mean like I believe in loyalty and that was one of the things that was like when I walked in there I finally felt at home so so that coach unfortunately the original one I started with um we had a falling out and then he ended up passing away oh, wow. um, yeah so God rest his soul you know rest in peace and whatnot. but since then we ended up I ended up transitioning to my coach Mark Messer and and that was kind of my amateur boxing career under his tutelage you could say
0: so it, that was his gym yep. that he that the yep. previous coach. In yeah. the so set. when
1: we, we, him and I had a kind of a falling out because he just kind of stopped showing up a little bit. Oh, okay. So I was like, I still want to do this. So I still want to train really hard. I need training partners. I need guidance. So I ended up turning to my coach. And he was one of those, you know, people. He's like, I don't care if you're, you want me to coach you, but <laughs> yeah. you got to prove to me you want this, you know? Okay. So I just kept showing up. I just kept putting in work um, regardless of who they had there. And he, he thought he could invest some time in me. And we've been together ever since. So Nice.
0: Okay. And then, so what about, have you, did you get, like in the early, like what early competitions did you get into? Oh man, I went yeah. through USA,
1: boxing. USA I, boxing, I went through a, okay. c- a couple smokers before that, um, okay. stayed on that path for a little bit, hung my gloves up for a little bit. Uh, man, I've had a kind of a ups and downs with martial arts in hey, life, you know? It happens, it's, it definitely it's happens. Not, it's
0: not a smooth, I mean, yeah, it's never a smooth ride, but
1: why don't you give yeah. them a little uh, background on our history? Because I've known yeah, you since like elementary school, believe yeah, it or we not.
0: Did, did we go? Because let's say I went to, I went to Morelands. Did As you go did I. to Morelands? Yeah, I came yeah, in yeah. around. So we both like, went to Morelands Elementary. And then we went to North Shore Junior High together. Yep. And we went to, yeah, then we went to high school
1: together. Yep. We were on a wrestling yeah. team at one we point. At, That's yeah, like the only time, time I did wrestling. Wrestling. <laughs> yeah, I we, yeah, I was there the
0: one, I think the one year that yeah, you did yeah, wrestling. Yeah. That was eighth grade. Yeah, I think and so. so. Like, yeah, I, I remember that. <laughs> yeah,
1: man. And um, I, I was kind of boxing at the time, but yeah, yeah. of course you start playing around yeah. jiu jitsu. you like, might as well learn a little wrestling while yeah. I'm at it. But yeah. I just, I always really, really liked the art of boxing and the science behind it. So I kind of stayed with that as my forte. So yeah. I know,
0: but no, but that is crazy, though, how yeah we've known each other well i guess at least known of each other for so long yeah. then we i mean because really i only thought because we crossed paths like what about about a month ago yeah, yeah, yeah for yeah, real yeah, when, when both <laughs> it's funny how small the world is but yeah, i know both of our teammates ended up competing against each other i, a I was like i know that guy yeah. <laughs> yeah i was like hey i know that guy <laughs> yeah for sure for sure <laughs> here we are yeah and yeah back at it but um yeah, so USA Boxing. You did some some amateur. Yeah,
1: some- I did amateur with that. I did a couple of amateur kickboxing fights. I uh, finally transitioned to MMA after I felt comfortable enough to do it. Okay. Um, did that for a little bit, and then you know went back to school. Just did the whole thing. Got a full time job. Yeah. Hung up my gloves a little bit, and then uh, about a year ago, I would decided to go pro in MMA because I still feel sharp. I still so, feel like I'm.
0: Yeah.
1: Teachable. I still feel like I'm learning, and uh, I feel like you know this is your small window to chase. Yeah. Kind of like if you have those little regrets, you don't want to live with. That's kind of where I'm at right now.
0: Oh no, uh, I definitely, I definitely agree with that because it's, yeah, because you, it's MMA's or <laughs> professional MMA's not something you can pick up when you're no, 40. right. <laughs> well, and I
1: just realized that, like I said, I've been training for so long. It's, it's going to be a part of my life even if I decide never to compete again. Mm-hmm. So I was training and I started, started working on all these other areas, which I still do. And then I'm like okay, why not? Like, why not? Why am I holding myself back with this fear of, like, not going pro? You know, I do want to up the ante a little bit and I do want to take it seriously. But also, if I'm getting punched, I might as well get paid for it at this point. <laughs> yeah. You know,
0: Yeah. You invested all this time and yeah. all this effort yeah. in, like, improving yourself.
1: Yeah. So I Just... want to see where I could do with it right now.
0: Okay. How was... Uh... So you said you went pro about a year ago. So how how is that gone so far? Man,
1: I've had four fights since then, ups and downs. I haven't been really stopped or fit, submitted or anything like that. I lost a few decisions. Um, won my pro debut. That was a, that was a real fun one. Nice. Um, just the whole experience of just putting in so much work and having to focus on so many different areas to get this one result that's still up in the air. It always could be based on judges, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's it's a uh, it's definitely a head fuck <laughs> but it's yeah. like also it can be really really worth it. So
0: okay, okay. so how about? So, so how did the, let's, let's go with fight one. So how did, so how did pro fight one go?
1: Pro, pro one would really, really, I invested a lot of time. I started with a new kickboxing coach, um, very high-level kickboxer named Scott Schaefer. Yes. Um, he's a guy, actually, I knew he was competing when I was a kid, so I used to watch <laughs> him just destroy bags as a kid. Yeah. And um, Luckily enough, he was a, he said he would coach me for striking for this one because I didn't really have a real good striking coach at the time. Mm-hmm. And So we picked it up. I, I was able to learn so much in that short amount of time with him that I'm like, damn, okay, so if I do take this seriously, I do invest the time and I want it bad enough. I know I can kind of get better, so I was like working with him. We went in my pro debut, and I ended up getting like a first round stoppage with the guy. So it was oh, wow. it was like the best you could have hoped for, um, and it was all kind of a lot of it was based off of his coaching me and just really wanting it that bad, you know. Nice.
0: Uh, so how did uh, how did you set up or how how did the finish like? Happen? How the
1: finish was striking stand up. <laughs> yeah, stand-up. I ended yeah. up uh, setting a few striking traps for him. He fell into him, Ended up putting him down. So
0: nice. Yeah. Okay. And then, so how about
1: uh, profile number two? Profile number two, I uh, decided to fight another guy, local guy. He had, a, he was undefeated. He was supposed to be like the the promotion's kind of like up and comer, you know, their baby. So I was like, yeah. you know, he's a tough guy. He's already got like two and zero. Oh, so I'm like, yeah, I'll take on. You know, might as okay. well. It's early enough to have a loss, I'd say, but who knows? Yeah, um, went into it and ended up just getting wrestle fucked for three rounds. You know? Yeah. But uh, he was a tough guy. I ended up actually getting him in a triangle choke the first. First round, real deep. Held him in at about four minutes. Yeah. Smoked my legs out, <laughs> yeah. but um, he was tough. He kept going in and out of it. Like I heard him gurgle and like go limp, and then I'll start to come back. And I'm like, damn, I'm really trying to finish this guy, you know. Yeah. Um, ended up just surviving that first round. My legs were smoked for the rest of it, so yeah. uh, he ended up taking me down. We just kind of sc- scrambled through it nonstop, and he ended up getting a decision. So.
0: Okay, so that's fight number two. How about fight number three? Fight
1: number three, very similar. Um, better with the stand up. Ended up coming back at the guy. Um, went in with an injury, and that actually after I kicked the dude, he was a southpaw. Ended yeah. up kicking the inside of his leg, you know, and then I'm hitting his kneecap. My foot swelled up. I couldn't put pressure on it, and I was like, "God damn, here we go, deep waters." Yeah. Kind of the similar situation. Ended up in my guard a lot. Couldn't uh, finish him off my back, so I ended up just getting that decision loss again.
0: Okay. And then, so la- latest fight, fight. Latest four, fight, same yeah. scenario same, as fight oh, one. No. You're
1: gonna, you're not gonna believe it. Get him in a triangle. Get okay. a deep triangle yeah. about halfway through the first round. Uh, couldn't finish. It smoked my legs out. We kept going back and forth. I ended up. Uh, he was a tough guy, nice guy too. So I have no beef with that guy.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, we ended up striking a little bit, from what I can remember. Uh, I lost my contacts, so oh, I was blind no. since round two. So
0: wait. Just for context, like what what is your vision? like? My vision is shit. Let's vision put it that way. Yeah, my vision
1: is like if you and if I didn't get like corrective eye surgery, the way you and I sit right now, you'd be blurry, and I'd wow. catch your fists and your hands to my face. That's okay. about it. Yeah, for, for, for reference, we're like no more
0: than three feet away. Yeah, exactly. It was pretty yeah. shitty. So I yeah. lost my first contact, and I was like, all
1: right. Let's get into it. Let's, see you know, yeah. fuck it. Here we go. Yeah. And about halfway through that one, I ended up like, I think I ended up removing the second one. Because <laughs> I, I did like, I parried his hand, ended yeah. up wiping my eye with it or something. I'm like, damn it. Here we go. <laughs> um, and then after that, it was just like deep waters. Uh, I just started, you know, we had a really good scramble that I was digging in deep. Um, we were exchanging back and forth. Uh, then he ended up kicking the shit out of my le- lead leg, couldn't put pressure on it, and I'm having to, like, chase this guy down, pounce on him, and he doesn't want to exchange with me because he's keeping his distance with these low kicks, and I'm like, son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. So every time I get back up, I can't outbox, I can't really pressure because everything I throw ends up leading on- landing on my lead foot. And it ends up just feeling like a nightmare overall. It was probably the most physically demanding fight I ever had. Yeah. And uh eventually he ends up cutting me. I, I got blood going, and I'm still fighting back. It's like 30 seconds left on the last round. I ended up hitting him, he's going limp. He grabs me, and I'm like, here we go. So I just start, you know, yeah. throwing everything I got in there, and I couldn't finish the fight, but I was about to, man. That was like, ugh, it was very, very stressful yeah, just that way. Like a small, small, man, big. I was just like, give us one more round, give us <laughs> one more round. I'm still in it, you know? Yeah. But it was a very, very physically demanding fight. Uh, Props to him, he did what he needed to do. Um, yeah, I was I was happy I was able to dig in, but it was not the effect I wanted. Also, the weight cut was not so normal oh, for no. me. Uh, it was it was another drop in five pounds for me, and that that was like a make it
0: or break it, you know. Oh, so was it because you normally fight one forty five? Yeah, this was a one forty, but it was
1: like two and a half three weeks notice. And oh. I was like, here we go, weight cut, baby. Oh yeah. man, it was, it was during snowpocalypse as we had yeah. over oh. here. So training was already rough. Yeah. It was it was yeah. a hell of
0: a fight. Life yeah. is yeah. life is one yeah. big fight. That's what you learn. That's true. Yeah, life comes at you as expected ways but yeah no, especially when the weight cuts not yeah especially extra five pounds when you're not when you're not used to it and also when your schedule gets messed up everything everything is off you can't train
1: your training partners can't train you have to travel um the closest gym i travel to is about an hour and a half so yeah that's plus snowpocalypse didn't really end up working out very well for consistent training so we did what we could do i took the fight i have no you know beef with my opponent about it but here we are (laughs) now we have to keep fighting forward
0: yep so how's your uh how's your health been right health now?
1: health isn't pretty good um, my eye surgery recovery if that's the period I'm in right now so okay. as soon as I can start also competing now, again, so now got to be again yeah fighting. oh yeah <laughs> <So> that, that <laughs> fun <thing>. lesson learned <laughs> Le- yeah <laughs> lesson see that's, learned. that's the thing with fighting. you
0: you, you gotta adapt you gotta adapt and yeah. yeah. realize oh hey this vision thing yeah got I think I need
1: brain. my eyes for fighting so yeah
0: okay so, so coming down Yeah,
1: coming the... up, uh, probably September, October, I should be good to go. Um, recovery's still going. I'm still training, but it's not the same level of intensity of like yeah. sparring goes.
0: Yeah. Well, you got to be careful too with like, – Oh, yeah. They're lazy, they're just <laughs> Basically tries. flake my eye off, yeah. 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 Okay. So, but are you – but as the vision, like change. vision's
1: good. I mean, it's nice to know that I can see things now. So if I get hit, I can still see things. Yeah. But you know, it's just a matter of getting uh, a good group around you to start training for, and getting that fight deadline going to push yeah. you to train every day, even when you don't want to. So
0: for sure, yeah, building, yeah, building a, a good crew around you. Is, that's is, is, is extremely important. important, and that's a lot of things that, well, especially people from the outside looking in, mm-hmm. don't don't think about in fighting. They oh, don't yeah. realize that it take you can't. You, I mean, I guess you can. Like, you like fight by
1: yourself, place. but everything that gets you that dance yeah. is everyone around you, you know?
0: Exactly. Yeah, and it's you have to get like a good team environment.
1: Yeah, around. people <laughs> selfishly look at the one guy in the cage or the octane where they don't realize that there's everyone around them that gets them there you know you would be no one without that like i would not even have went pro if i didn't have my kickboxing coach you know Mm -hmm. i got to give that guy so much props for even taking the time to invest in me you know like coaching is one of those things people don't realize how much of an investment it really is oh yes um into your own personal life into your you know your financials into everything so i got to give that guy mad props for putting even allowing me to give me some hope in this journey so
0: nice so Well, speaking of coaching, so don't you coach yourself?
1: Yeah, I do coach. That's kind of the interesting part. Um, You don't realize how much you don't know until you even start coaching. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it really does keep you uh, mentally and physically sharp and it allows you to really, really like, you know, I I was one to be able to walk, you know, walk the walk. But can you talk the talk? Most people can talk, but when you can combine them where you can talk and actually explain things and see things and then being able to take that into your own, you know, your own martial arts. That's always interesting to see how much of a 360 outlook you get on it from every single perspective. Oh yeah, but yeah, I do coach. Uh, boxing is my black belt. Unfortunately, don't give me one enough to like be able to flaunt. But yeah. boxing is kind of my black belt. It's the thing I've been on the longest journey about, and that's the one thing I can pride myself and say that I know better than any anything else. So,
0: nice. so, so how was? I mean, you already like touched on, on it a little bit, but how was how is that coaching experience? How has that changed your outlook?
1: In, oh, like, in oh, learning? completely. Yeah. Like sparring is not the same. That's one thing. Like yeah. I don't let people spar until I feel. Fully capable about them, but even on a personal approach, I don't even like the spar as intensely as I used to before mm-hmm. because I know that the effects down the line do exist. Yes. <laughs> I still feel them.
0: What brain damage is the thing? Yeah, yeah.
1: really. And uh, yeah. but even then, like uh, I just also like I notice how many shitty coaches there are out there. You'd be very surprised. And the people are like they're conning people out of money I'm not, too.
0: I'm not surprised. No, I, I like that actually because I I, I went to your website. I'm pretty sure budoboxing.com. Yeah, the way boxing. Yeah, but the way boxing. There we go. I think, but I, I look at it and I like your whole, I was like, oh, this is a lot of words. But then I'm reading, it am like, okay, this, as a, well, as a coach myself and just understanding martial arts, I'm like, yeah, there, there are a lot of, as you lose, you just, con artists, like people that don't really, don't really know what they're doing Yeah. and don't, and they, yeah, they're just stealing money from people that don't know any better. And that's, and that's such a shame. And yeah. I think any. Um, any way of like educating people I think that's the thing like educating people and making people understand like what real martial arts is
1: is important absolutely because um, you know for the longest time I didn't even consider boxing into like that martial (laughs) arts aspect of karate and geese and whatnot. you know but it, it really is it's a fine martial art the problem is it's like most people don't teach it in a martial arts approach. They kind of just say, you know, go, spar, learn that way. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like saying, okay, jujitsu, ju- ju- go spar all the time and roll. Yeah. You're not going to – you can learn a bunch of stuff. You can learn how to defend chokes but you don't know the intricacies that like such like a Donnaher or something would teach you, you know. Yeah. And that's the thing with boxing. Like people will throw, they'll hit bags, they'll hit mitts but they don't actually understand the body mechanics. They understand mm-hmm. – uh, simple things like weight distribution, what affects the follow-up punch, and the defense, the offense, and the combining them off of each other, you know, that takes really high-level understanding of, of striking, and uh, yeah, it takes, you know, you don't necessarily need to be a high-level competitor, but you have to be competent in being able to teach people this, because what happens is people put their health on the line or they have this false sense of confidence to be going around getting into fights or, you know, people don't realize how fragile as human beings we are, how delicate we are. <laughs> so when you build like this yeah. false sense of confidence in people just to get money out of them, I'm just like in the long run, these people can really make some bad mistakes in the future. So I just – I'm also a purist when it comes to, to boxing. It's not like the whole – everyone's a Tyson either, you know. <laughs> yeah. You, you get like physical specimens but you, everyone should be able to learn boxing if they want to, you know. Yeah. Whether they are taken into a competition or not, that's on them. But as that martial arts approach, you know, like there's a lot of high-level black belts out there, right? Yeah. But not all of them compete. You know, they just roll all the time. They, they understand it. They read about it. They look into it. I like the the analogy of jiu-jitsu, but I like it with the approach of boxing. You know, like drillers make killers, as people always say. Mm-hmm. There's not enough drilling in boxing. Yeah. Everyone just wants to spar. Everyone wants to hit. Everyone yeah. wants to see if the shit works full speed, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah. But being able to break it down and build a fighter up like I I feel like I've created a, a system, a good enough system that I can take a kid or I can take like a senior citizen and they will understand boxing a little better by the time they're done working with me. Yeah, so like from any age yeah, any, and, and, and
0: any person. It's absolutely. Absolutely
1: yeah. because mm-hmm. there is there are certain things you need to know in order to start building off of them. like you know like in jiu-jitsu if you have a good guard, you can build into your submissions. Mm-hmm. Um, if you can pass a guard, you know there's certain things you need to know how to go from A to B to C to D, but if everyone's just like stand there and swing swing your hands, throw them thanks <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. like that's not always going to work. You know, yes. you need to really understand it from, from all areas. That's why I really like boxing because as much as I am learning about it, I've learned to this point, I'm still learning about it. There's still things I tweak. There's still things I want to know what's the best way to do it. Yeah. I still attend seminars, you know,
0: yeah.
1: you know, you should always be constantly growing. And I feel like that's, whether it's boxing or jujitsu or whatnot, you really need to apply yourself in that way.
0: Yeah. The constant learning, that constant education and Absolutely. also like, re- cause and also understanding, like especially as a student or as a constant student, realizing that noth- that no knowledge that you have is actually is like set in stone. Exactly. And that oh, like yeah, you can pick up new, th- like something could happen today. They go oh, that totally changed what I thought I knew yeah. about it.
1: Yeah, you should always yeah. revisit the basics and yeah. whatever you know, you should challenge it. Like yeah, yes. I've been throwing it this way this punch this way for my whole life is there another way to do it is there yeah. a better way to do it it might not feel right today but okay is it going to be beneficial if I effectively use it in another way you know yeah. it's uh, and it's interesting with something like striking or jujitsu because there's so many different styles to it yeah there's yeah. this foundation everyone should know that's what I feel like with boxing yeah. but then there's something that's going to have to develop around your body style your athleticism what yeah. you like doing what you don't like doing you yeah. know like, take what you know and disregard what doesn't work for you
0: yeah exactly I think yeah, it's very like martial arts as you say that's i mean there's like a foundation principles but yeah it, it is unique to the person absolutely. and just yeah as body type but it's also pretty much unique to just how a person thinks their personality People, their exactly. character it's like it's as unique as their fingerprint essentially
1: is a motto? that's what i think boxing reveals your character
0: i think so yeah. but no but it, it's it's true like you can't you can't, it's if you fight out a character if you like train out a character yeah. it it shows it is not natural to you absolutely like, from there. that's why it's martial arts like not martial science because it's not it's not set it's not like a it's we're not dealing with like vacuums
1: i'm gonna have to challenge you on that because i do think that the reason certain things work as a martial science is because they do now whether that person can always execute it that way Mm -hmm. or put their own personal flair on it Mm -hmm. that's on them but like like the way um you know like you could teach a guy to do a proper punch right Mm -hmm. But the way they decide to throw it when they throw it, that's on them. But the science behind it, like the ground up physics of that, that's always going to be there, you know, unless we grow extra limbs or whatnot.
0: For sure. Yeah, I'm saying, yeah, I think the science is there, but I think also just in terms of like how it's how how it's applied
1: the application is sure. always yeah. going to be different exactly. but the, the science yeah. behind it's always the same right yeah. that's why i think when you look at it from a martial science approach like i used to teach people a very like this is the only way you can do it like there's a rigid cabinet, absolutely yeah. like don't go outside yeah. <laughs> these parameters yeah. you know if you want this to work yeah. but now i teach it this way i tell you like listen i'm going to teach you I want to teach you this way of doing it, whether you decide to continue doing it this exact way is on you. But I'm telling you, this is the most effective way to do it. Now, whether we decide to add on to it, modify it, that's what we're going to figure out on our, you know, working with it. But it's like you learn the rules like a pro and then you break them like an artist. That's the whole idea behind the way I teach people because there are reasons certain things work the way they do. And once we understand that, like proper footwork, proper hand, proper hand placement, whether you decide to drop your hands in the middle of a fight's on you. If you want to lure yeah. a person <laughs> yeah. in, you know, yeah. that's your flair, that's your style. Yeah. But there's a reason that you get the most out of your body, the most efficiency out of it if you start understanding these principles, these kind of guidelines.
0: Yeah, well, that's yeah, the old adage of you have to know what the rules are before you break them.
1: That yeah. also true. Yeah,
0: yeah, and understanding, you know, why, I guess, not. It's not just, like, knowledge of the rules, but also understanding of why that's there. And yeah. And if you understand that, then then you have more liberty to Absolutely. go about it from there. Absolutely. Nice. So, any... Um, so, how has... Yeah, so, teaching, you're coaching, and you're still training yourself. I guess, how has... Like, how has the life... So how has, like, martial arts, like, changed I – mean, what's the biggest change I'd, I would say has happened for you from, like, when you first started mm-hmm. when you were 13 to, like, how you train now?
1: Um, well, when I first trained, like <laughs> I said, it was the dark ages I still feel yeah. like, it was, especially with MMA, but even in boxing, like, you know, people didn't even start really – CTE didn't even really become serious – Topic of discussion until recent years, you know. Yeah. So when I first started sparring, like a lot of our <laughs> a lot of our sparring sessions, we weren't really necessarily rocking headgear. Yeah. You know, like little things like that. Now, whether that debate on headgear to like mitigate head trauma is is real or not, you know, that's in recent controversy, especially with like the Olympics and whatnot. Yeah. But our approach to that was, you know, I didn't even really take stretching seriously. I didn't realize how important it was, how important yeah. nutrition was yeah. or how important mobility training was in other areas outside of your sport mm-hmm. because, you know, you are literally trying to make your body the human weapon, you know? Yeah. Uh, so when you now at this professional level, I'm at, I'm realizing how important it is to try to really, really take care of your body, whether it's nutrition, lifestyle, um, stretching, you know, Recovery all that is really really important sleep people don't realize how important it is until you decide to start you know Upping the ante with professional level of like, okay, if I get injured I might not have to walk for the next two three weeks, you know mm-hmm. So I have to figure out how to make money when I'm doing that sleep. So there's like all these other things you have to start considering but overall I'd say uh, the biggest eye-opening approach to it is the fact that how, how much people don't understand how much of a sacrifice the lifestyle is like the yeah. sacrifice of combat <laughs> Yeah, you see maybe fifteen to twenty five minutes, but you don't see understand how many people, how much of a sacrifice it takes to how many people you have to cut out, to the certain foods you have to eat, to making sure you know you get the proper sleep, how bitchy you can be on certain days, like how it affects all your relationships, whether they're professional or not. You know, people don't understand how much of a commitment combat sports are. Oh
0: yeah, oh yeah, it's a yeah, it's it's a serious. It's you have to devote your your life to it essentially. You do, yeah. Or or you won't you won't get you you won't get the the results you're looking for,
1: yeah. And like my approach with it has changed a lot since I was younger because I I used to fight because I used to be really really angry and I could say that yeah I would bottle up a lot of my anger but then I didn't realize how much I loved what I was doing until way later in life, when I really kind of sat down and started kind of working through my demons, you could say, mm-hmm. but I was like, okay, this is something I actually love doing and it's never going to stop for me. Mm-hmm. Um, the day I wake up and my body no longer works, that's going to be really scary <laughs> for me. Yeah. You know, But while it is mobile, I should say, I'm going to really try to, I'm going to continue investing in this. This is something that brings me joy, you know? So we continue working on it until the day where I can only coach. <laughs> <laughs> but that was the biggest thing for me, was just really le- le- learning that, how the shift from like, you know, this venting anger to actually doing it for the love of you know that's that was the biggest eye-opening thing for me in recent years
0: that's that's a great thing i mean realizing you know why what exactly yeah or why exactly you're doing something because i think that that's what separates someone who finds something that they're passionate about versus kind of just existing and i think once you go once you find something that actually is driving you Towards towards something that you know that you look forward to each day. I think that's such a that's such a one eighty from just doing things that you feel like you have to do. It's it's almost, it's it's pretty hard going back. <laughs> yeah,
1: it is because yeah. it's like you know nothing's as exciting as combat. You know, because yeah. like you can do you can speed, you can drive fast, whatever it may be. But like <laughs> the thrill of all the work you put in to actually achieve this goal that's you know six to eight weeks out and then you actually if you accomplish it whether you do or don't it changes you you know whether you win or not doesn't really matter and I hate the terms of like people say like life's a, journey. life's a
0: journey but
1: life really is a fucking journey yeah. and in those six to eight weeks you yeah. under- you really have to challenge yourself mentally physically you know and then at the end of it you always come out changed I've yeah. done it so so many times at this point within 14 15 years that I'm like it has changed me. Every single time. It's like the fight itself is one thing. And like whether I can push through physical pain is one thing. But everything that got me there. The people I was able to, you know, they revealed their true characters. And the way they were in my corner through their support systems and whatnot. Um, The way you, you know, like I said, the sacrifices you make, you always come out differently. You know, people always say passion. Like I have a passion for this. I have a passion for this. Passion means to suffer. Like that's really what it means. So when you decide to compete in something like a combat sport, you don't realize how much suffering you're going to be. You know, having to go yeah. through just to accomplish a goal. So yeah. are you really passionate about something? This yeah. will prove it, you know.
0: Yeah.
1: And like with the days you wake up and your body is just extreme pain all over. And you're like, oh, this is my hard sparring day. <laughs> Great, yeah. you know. I still have ready to push to through this. Yeah. Not ready to go, but we're right. doing it anyway, you know. Yeah. And that's what's, you know, my changing and training has really changed in recent years because of that. But but you really, people understand how much, when they say it's a passion, the amount of investment and suffering that's going to come with that. And if you're willing to see the light at the end of the tunnel beyond the suffering, then you know that, like, okay, you do actually love something, you know. And it's a part of who you are. So it's not just a part of my identity, but it's something that I know I'm willing to suffer for. I've proved it through 15 years.
0: <laughs> <laughs> through 15 years and counting. Shit, yeah. man, I'm not done yet. Let's yeah. put it that way. Exactly. Nice. So how, how has... Um... So any uh, oh any notable training partners that you want to like shout out or guys that have really helped? I
1: would you along I will say the guys yeah. at CSF Combat Sport and Fitness up in Emanclaw, um mm-hmm. Coach Jeff Hoagland, He's a former UFC fighter. He's been really really helpful and just being able to open his doors to me. i always gonna thank that guy. I Always love that guy and his team over there. Um, recently, one of his fighters, Chase Hooper, is Not the yet. up and comer right yes. now. I was yeah. I was one of my training partners. I oh, could say he
0: just fight last was it last week literally last I think Friday? like yeah. last Friday. Last yeah, he submitted yeah. a guy yeah. in the first round. first round. I mean the yeah. guys
1: the guys. Wiry and he knows how to use it and <laughs> yeah. he's just his mental his mental game is actually is his his x factor So um, props to that kid. I mean it's been an honor training with him. Um, Joey Pierotti out of that same gym He's a 170 year uh, that guy's amazing to train with. He will wrestle and throw you around all day. Okay. So, props to them. There's a couple of amateur guys on the team. Um, those guys are always great to work with. It's just, I just want to thank Jeff for opening his doors to me. So, being able to train with those guys has been a hell of an experience. And if I didn't have them, I wouldn't be fighting pro right now. Nice. Um, I mentioned my coach, Scott Schaefer. Um, as, a, as a kickboxing coach, I couldn't ask for a better one. Um, that guy's been, you know, a pillar in my training and uh, my knowledge growth. So, I got to thank that guy. Uh, the guy who fought your guy, Vlad, <laughs> oh, yeah. Vlad Dmitrievich, my my homie uh, and yeah. training partner. I gotta love, I love that guy. He trains with me all the time. Um, he's still an amateur, but I mean, that guy is. Uh, if he stays with it, I can see nothing but good things with him. So.
0: Yeah. Oh. Yeah, so Wait. How? So, how do you know Vlad? Or how? Yeah. Vlad actually, yeah.
1: Uh, he started our on our amateur program, um, just kind of showing up, being consistent. And then he actually became a friend of mine because of his, his good attitude and mm-hmm. uh, our like minded thinking. So uh, we ended up being friends. I started kind of coaching him, working with him on his on his striking. And then re- in recent years, he wanted to do his first kickboxing <laughs> first match. Kickboxing so match. he wanted yeah. to do some kickboxing. So we yeah. kind of focused on just growing that skill set. And he seemed like he did pretty well. I mean, you guys had a real real good tough fight. Um, our guy and your guy uh, and what was his name Sahab Sahab yeah, yeah. Sahab good guy yeah. I had no beef with him um, you, you know he brought the fight yeah. uh, he's a really good martial artist overall good attitude so so it was, it was fun to watch them, you know. Yeah. Fun to watch the, the the manifestation of all the work he put in to yeah, get you. Exactly.
0: it's it's like two people like showcasing what they. Know. Exactly, it's a exactly. Physical debate. Yeah. It's it
1: exactly yeah. exactly. You know, combat is a fight of will.
0: Yeah, and there it, it doesn't have to be. I think there's like this wrong notion that people think that it has to be like hate or like. Oh, hate I know. And it's like no, it's, I, like you don't, you don't, you, pretty much like, emotions like like especially like for me like emotions really play no factor like when yeah. when, when i'm fighting because I, I feel if anything emotions just cloud my absolutely my, my, my actions from there absolutely and, and as you noted too like you know with your opponents it's not like you don't you not you don't hate the opponents never like from there it's it's a matter of if anything the way i look at it if my opponents weren't there i wouldn't have this opportunity absolutely to, like I wouldn't have this opportunity to show up. If I didn't
1: have a name to repeat <laughs> yeah. to myself during training to push myself, what am I actually going to try to conquer, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's the whole idea of, like, conquering yourself, but it's like you need that to drive you, you know? Yeah. Um, if I didn't have a name to read or a person's picture to push me to, like, say, like, this guy might be able to defeat me, then there's no reason to even train, you know? Mm-hmm. For me, at least. I, I grow, I push myself, but that extra push is yes. always a good no, one.
0: That, that other, it's It's, once again... Like it's the other people that end up helping you push, whether it's the people yeah. in your corner or whether it's the person. Oh, absolutely. That's opposing
1: you. I mean, yeah. I, I can't even remember yeah. like a, a guy I actually hated that I wanted to fight. You know, like I said, it's an honor to, to share that, that time and that, that space together. But, uh, I, I even have, remember having fights with a guy, um, He's like low blow to the ref. I'm like, oh my bad. He's like, it's cool. This was literally in the middle of a fight. <laughs> we were just like, we were yeah. communicating. I still remember it. It was, it was just, it was nice, you know. It's just like we're both trying to take this as a professional approach. Well, if the guy's fighting dirty or he's on steroids and I find out, yeah, then my outlook on him will change, you know. Yeah. But if we're competing, we both this, both made weight and we're like, hey, let's let's do the thing, you know. We shake hands. That's what the sport's about. Yeah. To actually say that you hate somebody, it's it's nonsense, you know. Like you said, you've done it long enough to you realize that those will extra emotions will cloud your your ability your cognitive abilities but then on top of that if you add too many emotions it's going to overwhelm you and you're going to make more mistakes yeah so i would that's why i like the martial arts approach to it rather than the like let's go out there and just bang bro <laughs> and just bang bro that's <laughs> funny to joke but yeah. i mean people do that there are certain people you'll meet in this game that you're like are you for real
0: like yeah. you're that stereotype and no, I, I, know, I know that's the thing it's like man the i know there's still like a bunch of meatheads. It's oh like, totally it's like boom uh, well I just see that like bro it must be hard to live your life I just like, <laughs> like yeah. I just
1: love the yeah. shit talkers yeah. I'm like you know like these yeah. guys will try to start drama like yeah. I, some promotions will do that they'll actually yeah. be like oh Ooh, you're gonna fight this bad. guy yeah. Yeah. yeah like he yeah. said this about you I'm like okay yeah. you know we're gonna fight right like yeah. like of yeah. all the things we do this isn't like a race like we're gonna fight
0: yeah.
1: like yeah. how many how cool is it that if <laughs> this guy talks shit to me <laughs> I get the chance to punch him in the face there's not a lot of things like you know coworkers will talk shit to you you can't really do much. Do you want to yeah. report him to HR. Yeah. Like, there's gonna be a time where I can settle this. Exactly. That's always you know, nice. on an
0: offshoot, If he doesn't say anything, I'm still gonna punch him in the face. Yeah. It's, yeah.
1: it's, it's almost like yeah. difficult to punch a nice person. <laughs> you know, like if the guy is super nice to me, I'm like, damn it, I gotta, I gotta hurt this guy in front of his friends and family. You know, yeah. like that would be way worse. <laughs> oh,
0: but okay. okay. How? Let's see. Oh yeah, I, I think I think I saw. Yeah, you visited the, the UFC PI with yeah. Chase. Yeah, yeah Chase that is, was great.
1: Yeah. That was a hell of an experience. They got a really good uh, setup over there um, as far as like, if you want to understand your body, if you really want to understand kind of where your strengths and weaknesses lie, um, they have a lot of good. Testing there. So, if you are an athlete and you want to go through that, that testing process, you will definitely learn on where you can improve, um, where you can take, you know, you know, slow down a little bit on. Yeah. Um, but it's, it was a really, really good experience. So, they ran a lot of tests on Chase to kind of see where he was at and just being able to witness this, understand certain things from a different light um it was a, it was a, like i said it's an institute it was a, it was a learning yeah, experience that, so.
0: it's like a lab laboratory it can be it can yeah. be and then
1: it also could be an la fitness because yeah. they got like the sauna set up um yeah. but it's like it's just nice the the coolest part about it of course was just being a fanboy and just seeing like all these pros there yeah. um, we're not allowed to take a lot of fo- like pics with them but like seeing these pros face to face and how they interact like kind of on their own it was really really cool um I got a crush there. Valentina Shevchenko was there and I was like, "Oh my god." You know, I was watching her from afar like a creep and I'm like, "Damn, like I'm not even gonna approach this. I'm so intimidated, but like but seeing greatness kind of just kind of working out, it's just it was that's what I trained for. Like growing up, I didn't really care about watching a lot of fights. Fights were exciting, but like seeing how pros train and their process and their thinking and yeah. the, their lifestyle, that's was what was most fascinating to me. And just yeah. seeing their, being in their presence, that was really, really, really eye-opening and amazing, man. I made a list of, like, the people I saw. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it was great.
0: No, but I think, I think that's a critical thing. I think understanding understanding that process, because I think a lot of people get caught up in, like, in, in results. Oh, of course. Sure. Yeah. And, well, I mean, it's a, it's a natural thing. But I think once you, like, understand, like, especially, like, as you said, like, you you've been in it for, you know, for 15 years, you realize, oh, hey, it doesn't, like... The result, the results. There's a lot of things out of your control, but yeah. the things in your control, you should you gotta maximize that.
1: There's luck. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff that plays into it, but it's just, um, just for me, it was just always trying to see, like you know, how can I improve myself? So mm-hmm. you know, like there's so many YouTube celebrities out there that'll be like, this is how you throw a punch, you know. Right. But I'm at this point now where I can understand like whether things work or not. And being able to see how, like, pros, how they train, how they adapt, that's what I like to see and, you know, tweak off for my own training. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, the fact that I am doing some coaching now, too, is it's like, okay, I know kind of how we can apply this to this body type or or this will work, this won't. Because every martial art's is different. What makes MMA so so interesting is because certain things in boxing won't work in MMA and vice versa. Certain things in kickboxing won't always work in MMA, mm-hmm. you know. Certain yeah. stances won't work, you know. That's what's interesting about MMA because you have to have an understanding of everything and finding and tweaking for you like that's oh, yeah. what's so interesting about it like you said there's always that luck factor like you can yeah. take a punch in boxing maybe with the glove but then this little glove sneaks through exactly. when you sneaks thought your defense arc, was tight then, for so many years yeah. it's just so different
0: yeah de- definitely and then yeah and then i guess just just the adapting to it as well like as you've noted like you just because yeah just because something necessarily works in like one specific art doesn't mean it's going to Absolutely work in there. So, yeah, and then from the boxing to the kickboxing and then adding yep. d- different elements from there. And having to
1: constantly adjust and think through, you know, different ranges and yeah. think through different just like elevation changes and things like that. You don't have to consider in, in the other martial arts.
0: Exactly. Once new variables are added. So I guess like what, what were some uh, what's some of the biggest changes that you've had to implement like going from boxing, I guess, into MMA?
1: Uh, Well, specifically MMA, the range with the hand striking is a little bit different. Um, You have to consider more elevation changing. Um, Other than just changing elevation for like a body shot with a punch, you have to consider this guy going in for a shot, you know, looping overhands just to set up his shot. So you're not just going to stand there and block the overhand. You have to stand there, change elevation to sprawl. Like little changes like that are things you have to start adjusting and adding to your training. Mm -hmm. So... From a technical standpoint, there's that, but then there's also the consideration of like the defense. Like I said, uh, you might be you know used to brushing a hook, but now you can't really do that because that thing sneaks in around and hits you in the back of the head, and then all of a sudden you're like, damn, I'm out. So these are things you have to consider into your training. It's just a completely different discipline with more factors and more variables you have to consider. They're going to be detrimental <laughs> yeah. if you don't.
0: Yeah, if you don't like really understand like what should what you're
1: doing exactly and like i said you can train you can have a perfect training camp and then it's just you have the luck aspect of this one little punch snuck through um even though you blocked it still somehow snuck through and you still felt the pain from that you know (laughs) there's just such a different aspect of it when you come to that and it's just like the thinking about the ability to analyze things on such a fly you know it's not like just this one plane of vision of like the arms up, you have to consider, you have to, the whole body yeah. to different angles, to things on the ground, to off your back, to standing on your, like, yeah. you don't have to consider these things in a regular, just like, a, a, in a boxing match, I love yeah. boxing, I'm a boxing purist when it comes to it, and I, even yeah. I know that, like, some of that stuff's not going to work, <laughs> yeah. you know?
0: Well, yeah, well, it's just understanding that it's It's a different, it's, it's a completely it's like, different discipline, yeah, different discipline is different, it's like a, yeah, it's like, it's like trying to play, it's like trying to play uh i don't know like sorry on a chessboard it's, like, sure. it's a different game sure. it's like checkers
1: the to chess finish. on back yeah
0: yeah it's uh just
1: because right. moto racing and dirt bike racing both involve motorcycles right yeah. Yeah. different it's thing different. Yeah, completely different. different you know
0: different things but okay how has i guess so what's i guess so what's the most enjoyable part of coaching for you
1: Coaching is, for yeah. me, it's just watching growth. Like, yeah. you, know, yeah. you know, if you have an athlete that comes to you, or not even an athlete, a person, an individual that comes to you and they're like, hey, I want to learn this. And, you know, you, you work through their doubts because once you start on this, you start to doubt certain things about you. Like, oh, man, this is hard. You'll I can hear, like, clients, and, clients and, mm-hmm. and, you know, they'll say these things to me like, this was really hard. Oh, I can't do that, you know, the way they talk. And then all of a sudden they're doing it. And they're like, that was eye-opening that they worked through that doubt, you know, and yeah. seeing that now they're capable of something like that. I think anyone can... I'm always <laughs> there's always this debate. Anyone can learn to box, but not everyone can learn the fight. That's that's whether that like fight or flight or even freeze, whatever might be a part of that. But I think anyone can learn boxing. Yeah. Whether they can apply it and can they can absorb a hit, that's all individual based, you know? Whether they fight back when they get hit, that's all individually based. But can they learn boxing? I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big proponent believing they can because I've, I've applied a system to, like I said, anyone from like kids to senior citizens, like everywhere in that spectrum. And I noticed that like they can understand the fundamentals. They can apply the fundamentals. Whether they can crack back after <laughs> getting hit, yeah. that's all individually based. That can be – I don't even – I'm not even sure that can be taught. That's got to be innate almost.
0: Yeah. No. I think – I think I would agree with that. Yeah, because yeah. it's like, yeah, just because you necessarily have the skills in place doesn't mm-hmm. mean that that you'll necessarily implement it. Like yeah. That, or just, yeah, it's, I think it just has to come. Yeah, it's, it's it simply is a more innate kind of thing. Yeah.
1: Without yeah. ignoring your question, though, uh, it's just watching the growth of an individual, you know, like they'll come in. It's just not even their, their confidence and the abilities, but their confidence as human beings, you know, they, they start, mm-hmm. they stop doubting themselves as much, you know, they start realizing they're capable. They start, you can see the look on their face, becoming more confident in their physical ability because people don't emphasize enough just basic body movement like you know so when they come into (laughs) yeah they come into boxing they think they're just gonna be stationary hitting a bag and then when i go through this whole process of them you'll understand how much better their balance is how much better their footwork is how much more mobile they become by the by the time we've we've worked through a lot of stuff you know they didn't come in with that originally and i'm like how are you have you lived so many years without understanding what your body's capable of even you know it's always interesting to see that like the weight loss whatever it is whether they can hit hard that's all cool and all for me you know but like seeing the way they can use their bodies that they couldn't even before and to such a talented and in and, and such a in such a, i guess effective way because you can't yeah. fake this you know yeah. so if they put in the work and then you see this result it's always eye-opening to me it's like watching a parent you know watch their kid <laughs> yeah. grow you know being a parent watch their kid grow yeah so
0: no i think yeah i think that that body control that understanding i guess the yeah the the, the way the way to move move is so important and i think Another thing is a lot of people, when they think of fighting, they think it's mainly just hitting things. When really, it's like, no, it's more a lot of movement and then maybe hitting something. There's a
1: ton of stuff like that you could involve. (laughs) Range to movement to efficiency to balance to weight transfer. Yeah. to setups to counters man that's what I love about this because the the tree of knowledge even as a student of the game myself it just continually starts growing you know you will disregard things that don't work for you but you will add things that do and then you will build on what you are good at it's and it's just it's so interesting you know, like from a personal perspective to be able to do this to watch people do it you know it's it's amazing to see that that poetry of motion you know yes. that's what I love about it nice
0: so okay looking looking ahead like for you you're thinking maybe maybe september or like in the fall for fighting again what uh what do you plan on doing in the meantime just
1: oh i'm still training training. i'm still working right now i'm actually trying to find a new kind of home base so that's that's going to be on my radar for the next couple upcoming months um if i do want to do it i want to find that home base where i have bodies to work with and good coaching if i can find that i have a few things on my kind of my radar right now i'm looking at Um, As soon as I get that situated, I will go, you know, full speed ahead.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Exciting stuff. Um, Yeah. uh, I think... Yeah, I think we can call it we can call it good here, but any, um, I guess a shout out, any social media things you got?
1: Yeah, yeah. feel free to check me out on yeah. Instagram if you guys want, Budo Boxer, um, I try to post some cool stories <laughs> for you guys to watch to maybe motivate you. Yeah. Um, other than that, I want to thank Petrolo for having me, man, this was, uh, this was a lot of fun, I think this is my first official podcast. First so. official podcast, yeah. damn,
0: well, I'm glad you, you had it on here. Yeah, buddy. Thank you, I guess I'll shake your hand. Oh, man, he just <laughs> shook, shook my hand for anyone that didn't see that. God. Yeah, No one saw that, but yeah, well. Thank you, Tigran. Uh, thank you, Thanks everyone, for, for listening. Me. And yeah, uh, check out check out Tigran on, on the on the Instagram or check out his latest fight. And yeah, other than that, peace out, people. Peace
1: yeah. out. <laughs>